so many storylines to choose from. What are some possible under-the-radar things to keep an eye on in 2023? Let's go. Locked on Cubs, your daily Chicago Cubs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alongside Sam Olber, I'm Matt Cozy, and this is Locked On Cubs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Please support the show and be a part of the Locked On Cubs community by following and subscribing on all audio platforms. And you can watch, subscribe, and leave a comment on YouTube. Thanks so much for making us your first listen. Sam and I are lifelong fans, taking our passion into a discussion with you on all things Cubs. Again, first spring training game is two days away. Wow. Saturday. Still don't have a starter named. (laughs) Opening day, 35 days away. That's five weeks. Easy math there. That's pretty exciting. As we continue to examine here in the spring training ramp to opening day on March 30th, we are going to go over some possible storylines with the Northsiders today. Later, we'll examine... The case of Hayden Wisniewski being perhaps one of the most overlooked prospects in the game. Then we're going to do how much would it take. Sam, we both have prospects on the mind, I do believe, for these storylines. And and what are some things you're keeping tabs on this spring and beyond? Well, I I just think an underrated, under-the-radar, if you will, storyline that's been lost in a good way. Uh, this offseason are these minor leaguers because the Cubs did a lot of things that that have people talking one way or another this offseason and and for the first time you know in, in a bit we are excited about the big league product and what's going to be going on on the field I think something that's kind of been lost in the shuffle is not, I should say lost in the shuffle but what I could see happening in April is hey you know we're really focused on trying to get this team going and rightfully so but as we talked about Lindsey Crosby, the young prospects and the development of some of these guys is just as important. And look no further than PCA because, you know, I think a lot of people have been really wrong. And by people, I mean these these experts. Um, of course, not Lindsey. He's never wrong. But these experts, one more time, experts that say the Cubs have no blue chip prospect and that they're very deep, but they're missing that that blue yeah. chip guy. How about we and, let the game decide that? Yeah, and, and and I'm starting to see people change their tune, and they're changing their tune in the form of PCA. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I, saw, that's the PCA radio station. I saw um, uh, somebody come out uh, yesterday with a – had him ranked 14th among Fan all prospects. Oh, today. Oh, is it today? Wednesday, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, 14th. Uh, which is a really that, that that that's a blue chip prospect in my eyes, and you hear the way Mervis talked about him on our show. Uh, Strowman was tweeting about him the other day after live BP. You're starting to hear some buzz that I think. Say it this, again. Say it again. I think this kid, and to a a very small lesser extent, Kevin Alcantara are going to be special, 
And as much as I can't wait to take care of business against the, the, the broad stoppers upstairs um, on opening weekend, I, I can't wait to get started to follow every bat that these young men take because I, I think PCA has a chance to be one of the best center fielders in the game. We're going to have a Locked on Smokies segment once a week. That roster is going to be loaded. That's amazing. Um, I can't wait for that. We're going to do that once a week and, you know, for, for five to 10 minutes, however long it needs to be. But my thing with the prospects right now for, for everybody tuning in here is which of these actually make a push for the opening day roster. Yes. I'm genuinely curious about this storyline. I have a, a, a group of four here, one being more of a long shot, long shot than the other three. Yeah, uh, because he was so limited last season due to injury. So I'll start there. Brennan Davis. Yeah, it's a long, long shot. You know, the question about has he put in a body of work in which he should graduate to the big leagues? But the, for the other three I'm about to name, how do mm-hmm. we know when they should graduate? What determines their readiness? We've we've talked about Mervis more so than uh, Wisniewski and Estrada. Okay, so my trio is Wisniewski, Estrada, and Mervis. Mm-hmm. And is spring training really a stage from which to draw any conclusions, much less whether or not a prospect should make an opening day roster? But Wisniewski, we're going to get to. You already uh, greatly mentioned the Fangraphs list. That's the very first top 100 list Wisniewski has been in. Mm-hmm. You know, you have all these publications. No one gave him any love. He wasn't even in like the – the, the next best or like the first four out. He was just never even listed until until Wednesday by yeah. Fangraphs. Well, those guys are going to have their mom make them, you know, a, a chicken sandwich after they put out the list, okay? Uh, Estrada, as an option for the bullpen, my thing with him is why not? If he has the best stuff that profiles out of pretty much any reliever, again, you got to throw strikes, but if he could make a pitch and he – he has that nasty of stuff, and his fastball is running up to mid to upper 90s. Yeah. Isn't 2023 a campaign, possibly even to start, in which he should get a look? And it doesn't have – it's not in the ninth inning, by the way. That would be – that would be irresponsible. Well, yeah. I, I think – but I think the fifth, the sixth, the seventh, he could come in, even be a matchup guy. And then, of course, you have Matt Mervis. Right. You know what I was thinking about this afternoon as I drove home in the freezing rain <laughs> was what if Eric Hosmer just tanks the spring? And again, I just posed that question about spring training. You know, how much does it determine? But what if he just tanks? Yeah. And Mervis keeps doing what he's been doing. Yeah, what he if he li- and what if he lives what 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 if he leads the nation of Israel to a huge run in the WBC? Right. I think you switch those brothers out. You know, yeah. maybe Mervis makes it. So so there's a lot of things to uh to keep an eye on, certainly. Yeah, can I comment on that? Uh yeah, it's you, you it is a talk show. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um You're I the would number say, one Cubs talk show. By I the way. would Go say ahead. out of that list, Estrada would be the most likely to make the big league team wow. because it's the lowest risk. Um, it should be Mervis. We've, and we've discussed that over and over again. Right. So I'm not going to beat down that horse because it's already dead. Um, uh, but, oh, but, but Estrada, we're going to have to restart this. <laughs> Estrada is the, 
is the most likely, I would say, because wow. like you said, you could put him in the bullpen. You could put him in the bullpen, and if you know if he struggles for a couple outings, you just put move him down. It's not a big deal, right? Like, Bring that someone else all, in. That happens all the time. Davis doesn't have enough experience yet. They, they need to see him healthy at the AAA level. We've talked about Mervis, and then Wisniewski would be the second most likely. I think you said you're really interested in Hosmer. I just don't think they're going to really take much solace or 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 credibility or importance into his spring because he's such a veteran. What would be interesting would be if Samson t- tanked for me. That would be disappointing, but yeah. It, it would be, yeah. No, interestingly disappointing is right. Yeah. But because he doesn't have the track record that Hosmer does and was he right. flashed the band, and then if Wisniewski pitches well, then you have something there. Because right. I, I I, do believe Adrian Samson deserves his shot as the, at, at, as the fifth starter, but what a story would be kind of bringing these timelines together, fight, you know, having one of these prospects start on the opening day roster because Estrada is a prospect too, but he's not, you know, bullpen guys, not at the level of a Wisniewski in terms of importance or a Mervis or a, a Davis. Right. And so you, at some point we want to merge these timelines and right. I think Wisniewski would be more likely than Mervis just because of what I've heard. Um, and, and you know, just how they're, they're so insistent on, st- uh, on starting our best power hitter at the minor league level. And a bonus question I would have, and if you want to build this out, we could tease it for another episode. But I just keep going back to, will the Cubs be buyers or sellers at the trade deadline? Yeah. I mean, and that's... that's I think it's what, paramount. Yeah, it's a huge question. And, and, the, and, the, and the question's going to, to be answered. And, and like somebody said, it's not even as much about the record as it's going to be where they're at in the standings. They could be three games over, but still nine games out. And then what do you do? The one right, thing that's, could, that's what a hundred games in. Yeah. The one thing I could almost guarantee is unless they are really, really fighting for a tight, a division title, Hap's probably going to be gone. Um, mm. But you know, we'll see. Hopefully, hopefully they don't because hopefully they're, they're a game behind St. Louis and you know, Arenado's in a two for 27. Oh, that'd be fantastic. We already talked about him in terms of possibly breaking camp, but is the baseball universe actually overlooking Wisniewski more than we realize? We look into that coming up next. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. FanDuel is the number one sports book in the U.S. of A. We're so lucky and fortunate to have them as our new sports betting partner here at Locked On. New customers join today to get started with $150 in free bets. Guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet, just sign up at fanduel.com slash locked on. Fanduel has all your favorite bets from the money line to point spreads to player props. Plus, you can even combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. All in an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use, so don't miss out. Place your first $5 bet to get $150 in free bets, win or lose. FanDuel.com slash Lockdown. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of Lockdown Cubs. And, and, and if you don't live in Illinois and you want a really good bet to place on FanDuel, and this is going to upset uh, our guy Lawrence, I like the Illini tomorrow night in Champaign against their in-state rivals Northwestern. That's going to be Thursday night if you're listening. Uh, 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 you could book that. What's the line right now? They don't have one out yet. 
Oh, right. You just said that. It's probably going to be a line I minus two or three, something like that. Take them. We're winning that ball game. It's time for Northwestern to cool off a tad. That's a big game, in-state game. Probably the biggest Illinois-Northwestern game since, you know, Richard Nixon. Welcome back in the Locked On Cubs. Thanks for making us your first listen every day. Uh, So excited for you to join us here on a Thursday. Uh, Remember, we're back to five episodes this week, so please join us on Friday. Spread the word. As well. Hayden Wisniewski is finally listed on a top 100 prospects rankings as he was named the number 88 prospect in the sport, according to Fangrass, which was released on Wednesday. Wisniewski hasn't been on any other list in any capacity before this. Uh, He's a high caliber prospect in my mind. Uh, A starting pitcher who, by the way, was in a return for a relief pitcher. Scotty. I, I know that. When Scott F. Frost got traded, we had an instant reaction and we were sad and then we were excited and then uh, just interesting how things evolve. Uh, Wisniewski is one of the best sliders in the game, a plus fastball along with three other pitches. It's a five-pitch pitcher, folks. Uh, would look really good in the four or five spot for the Cubs, maybe even on opening day. And my biggest contention with these lists is Sam has, you know, criticized in the past or even 10 minutes ago, Uh, within the last 10 minutes, here's a person that had success at the big league level. Now, it was only 33 innings, but that's six six games he was in, four starts down the stretch, a couple of those against pretty good ball clubs, Mm -hmm. and had an ERA just over two and struck out 33, walked just seven. Um, So I was definitely confused, um, a a little befuddled, if you will, but I think that goes to show, and I know you're delivering it comedically, but I think that does go to show as much content the list produce, can we just get out on the field and see what it is? Right. Baseball, I told the prospective freshman team this morning at 6.15 this morning, baseball is the most difficult sport. Just accept that now. And you'll be more successful later. It's the pitcher versus the hitter. And no list is going to determine somebody's success in that type of confrontation that often. Right. And so I think Wisniewski can set this baseball world on fire. Um, yeah, a lot Jeez. there. Yeah, a lot there. Let me give, give me a second to digest. And Cubs uh, are going to win that series, by the way, in the first series. They're going to be 2-1. and one. Um, yeah, I think the Wisniewski thing, Matt, I mean, and I know you don't like it and I fully agree with you. I just think it's stuff related. Like you say, he's got one of the best sliders in the game. They don't, um, he's got a good slider. Um, you say he's a plus fastball these days, a plus fastball is 97, 98. He doesn't have that. So when you're talking about, you know, elite pitchers stuff wise, he doesn't grade out like that. And then you also have to remember not a lot of people watched his starts like we did last year. We watched every inning, like it was game seven. And and so we we really well, what appreci- he pitched I did yeah. we, we we really appreciated what he did and, and this is probably one of those cases that they're overreacting. I mean this is this happens everywhere. You overreact to the tools, you underreact to the player, and you know we, you see it all across the board um, all the time. I mean, 
you know, I, I, I always make right. cross sport analogies, but I mean, uh, uh, Jalen Brunson's one of those guys yeah. uh, who went to my high school, ended up falling to the second round, right? Because he's not he that big. He was a second rounder? Yeah, he's not that big. He's, you know, he's not that fast. He's not that athletic. And now he's one of the 20, 25 best wow. guys in the league because you underrate. Great example. Things, you underrate things that just pop out at you when you watch them every day and you don't just put them in a, in a computer, right? Right. Um, so, so I think Wisniewski is one of those guys. And that's why I think he has a chance to make the big league level because he isn't really that much of a prospect. I think he's more close to a finished product and he's got such great mound poise and presence that, you know, it wouldn't be overwhelming to him. But as we, as we discussed on the first segment, I, I do think Samson's earned the right to where that's his job to lose. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't think it's a guarantee. I think it's laughable that Ross said that there's three, four, five other guys that could be that. That's not the case. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, he should have name dropped them. Yeah, he name dropped the other guys. Yeah, he's just he's just being David. Um, but uh, yeah, I agree with what you said on Wisniewski. I think you know Horton and and, and some of the other guys. Uh, DJ Hurts. Did you see his new red contacts today? Did you get? Yeah, a look at that it? was yeah. scary, huh? Yeah, it was kind of odd. Um, you know, I think those guys. You know, Lindsay would come on here and say those guys got bigger upside, but you know th- what does that actually mean? Uh, you know, uh, was this, he's got a much higher floor. We'll call him. Let's call Lindsay right now. Uh, and uh, you know, so I, I agree with what you said in in, in retrospect. And and God well, bless and, and if he, I'm glad he you got home safe in the freezing rain. I'll be leaving after this program. Wow! If he doesn't get that spot in the rotation, he'll be the number one starter at AAA. Right. So he's gonna. He, he he's going to do work down there and, and that's going to be a pretty solid rotation as well. Uh, and just so we're, so we're staying on the same page here. There's now eight Cubs prospects who've appeared on at least one top 100 list. Yeah, it should be uh, more. Wisniewski, Wicks, Casey, Burvis, Hernandez, Davis, Alcantara, and PCA. Canario didn't make any? No, hasn't made a top 100. Possibly because of his injury, that's going to put him out till the summer. Yeah. Coming up next, we do how much would it take? Have some fun to wrap up this program. Stay tuned. Yeah. Welcome back into Locked On Cubs. Thanks for making us your first listen every day. Shout out to everybody on the audio side. Love the audio support. We are in your ears. Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, and more. And it's been a fun week so far on the program. If you haven't heard or watched our episode on Shohei Otani, please revisit that show as well. Who? Sam, how much would it take for you to catch a live bullpen from Jamison Tyone? Oh, that's kind of a weird question. Not much. It's a good uh, question. Um, you have like, to put let, the gear on. Tyone's got a sweeping oh, slider. Oh, to He's catch, gotta... to catch. I thought you meant to like catch as in like watch it. No, you're getting behind the plate. Oh, yeah, not much. Um, uh huh. I would say, I I think I do it for free. Wow. I'm not. You know, you're not. You're not scared. No, to catch. I mean, sixty feet, six inches. Away. I mean, I, I, I'm catching a full bullpen. Yeah. A full set, full set of 12 to 15. You're right. It would be a couple hundred. I, I would hurt myself. And there might uh, be a live hitter in there. Just yeah, like there has been oh, this well, week. It's long. There, 
oh, if there's a live hitter in there, then it's five hundred dollars because I can I, I used to I used to dabble with catching when I was very little, and I would always have a hard time catching it after a swing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so that's gonna be a no. So yeah, if there's Catcher's a hitter, catch. yeah, probably five six hundred. I just think big leaguers are easy to catch because they they, they know you know where the ball's going. Um, so it's a little easier. Obviously, it's hard and there's tons of break, but if right. they make their pitch. I'd, it still would be a cool bucket list thing. So I'll say 500 final answer. Okay, cool. Matthew, how much would it take? You know, this year they are having uh, every team's playing each other, right? Yeah. How much would it take for you to take a bus down to Kansas City and watch a three-game series just by yourself? No friends, no family, nothing. By myself, wow. By yourself. To watch a, a, a nice three-day stay in Kansas City. And uh, you're going to watch the Kansas City Royals host the Miami Marlins for three. Well, that I've been to that park. It's outstanding. Kauffman Stadium. Mm-hmm. Kansas City is a great city. Uh, it's a good city. Great city is a bit of a stretch. Uh, it's a better city than St. Louis. I would need you to pay for, all, for everything. Right. So I'm going to say, let's see, three days, housing, food, the game. I'm going to need about, I, I believe, two two grand. What would you say would be the ballpark you just don't want to go to, like if you if or, or a team like is it Oakland? For me, it's yes. not. It's not Tampa because Tampa's such a fun ball club to watch. I can I get would over. Say to, Miami. I, I Miami's a great one. Uh, Tampa. Really? I can get over the fact that that you know they play in a basement. Um, you know, yeah. Oakland's o- up there. Oakland's up there. I mean, the thing with Miami is people say, "Oh, well, at least you're in Miami." Now, me personally, I don't even enjoy the city, Miami. I went there once, and it really didn't do much for me. Um, they're up there as well. You know, uh, Detroit. Oh yeah, Detroit. What a tough town. Yeah. Um, you know, who only wants to go there? Uh, you know, there's a few sit baseball. Like there's a few times when, when I flip on MLB and I just watch a game in one of these towns. I just, ugh. <laughs> is that it? Are we only doing one each again? Maybe, maybe Seattle. Nah, I think Seattle, they got a fun, they got a fun team. Okay. Safeco. Is that what's their, their stadium still called? I doubt it. Okay. I doubt it. So. Um, I nice really would week. like to take though at least one road trip this year to see the Cubs. Rains a lot in Seattle, man. Yeah, a lot. Get get your umbrellas. yeah. We should do a road trip, just not Cincinnati. Um, what about Pittsburgh, PA? Wow, that'd be fun. We just PNC is a great park. PNC'd be great. We just have we just have to factor in before we go. There's going to be about four to six rain delays. Okay, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Bring your poncho, huh? Um, yeah, you know, I just. I or we could go see the Smokies. Yeah, well, no, we have to go. See, we have to do a minor league trip this year, especially if the team's struggling. Um, uh-huh. I, I love like my, one of my favorite things to do during the year, and you know this, especially early on, is and and we'll get an opportunity when the Cubs are in Cincinnati. Is just even updating you on rain, rain delays. Yeah. You know? <laughs> There will be it's baseball. Good content. There may, this game may get postponed tonight. You know, <laughs> look, look at the forecast. I forgot three, about that. Three, four days beforehand, because you know that first series in Cincy, we're going to have a long rain delay. I put, I add the city the Cubs are in on my phone. Oh, it's the best. Yeah. 
And then and then you get that news that like let's say it's supposed to be a 641st pitch or 610 in Cincinnati and it and you get that little notification from all the guys on Twitter all at the same time first pitch 905 rush <laughs> to the call let everybody know it's going to be a late night everybody <laughs> because we're starting baseball we're not we're not wasting our time be sure to hit that subscribe button for Locked On Cubs on YouTube as we make the push to 3000 subscribers smash the like button all your favorite locked on cubs content apple spotify amazon music and more and you can drop us a text 312-834-4634 thanks for making us your first listen every day now make your second the locked on mlb prospect show we mentioned it a few times today host lindsey crosby is a prospect encyclopedia and he's going deep on the mlb stars of tomorrow locked on mlb prospects available anywhere you get your podcast. He's Sam Olber. I'm Matt Cozy. This is Locked on Cubs.